Welcome to Campfire Football. Today was a snowy soccer Saturday for me because it's snowing here in Colorado and it was snowing in many places around Europe. Atletico de Madrid against Athletic Bilbao got canceled because of snow and uh, the Real Madrid Osasuna game was kind of crummy because of the snow. It was The conditions were bad. But overall, really fun day. Uh, there was FA Cup, Bundesliga, Liga, La Liga, Serie A, plenty out there. And I just kind of went on a little hunt for neutrals. So for any of you who maybe just watched the Premier League or don't really know how, how to wade into the these other leagues, I'm going to go ahead and give you just a few teams that I watch and that I paid attention to today who I think you might really enjoy. So starting off, Sevilla against Real Sociedad today. Two teams I would recommend trying to pay attention to, depending on what you're into. Maybe you like their jerseys more than, you know, the other one. That's fine. Today, Sevilla won 3-2 against Sociedad. Great game. 2-2 at halftime. I was hoping for more goals in the second half. But a hat trick from Yusuf and Nasiri. And Lucas Ocampos, for me, for Sevilla, is a player that embodies this whole team. And he's just like the perfect player for Yulan Lopetegui, the coach to have, who kind of reminds me of like a Spanish Antonio Conte with his, you know, sort of discipline, rigidness. He's really demanding of the players. He's always yelling. But this is a great team to watch. I really, really enjoy them. So if, if you're interested in wading into La Liga and you don't want to do Real Madrid, Barcelona, or Atletico, one of a few teams are interesting. I have always liked Sevilla, the way they play, what they stand for. And the fact that no matter who's in charge of the team or no matter who the personnel is, they keep seeming to be great. There's something about the essence of this club. So fun to watch. Moving on to Serie A, Atalanta. Clear, clear winners of the neutrals favored award. I don't, I mean, I don't see how you can find many teams in Europe that are more exciting to watch, honestly. And when Josip Ilicic is on fire for them, it's awesome. Today he scored a magnificent goal, had two assists, and was just spectacular. I mean, was a constant, constant threat. And when he's in that kind of form, he's untouchable. So if you didn't see the highlights, if you don't know anything about Josip Ilicic and you've never really watched much of Atalanta play, I heavily recommend check out the highlights from today. And from now on, have a look. See if you can can pay attention to what they're doing because they're a fun team to watch. One thing I love about Atalanta is it's not this souped-up tactical machine. It looks more like Gasparini just knows who to play, with who, when, and where. And he allows the players to be self-expressive, to be creative, and to move into areas that they feel make sense. It does not look like a tactically rigid unit. It looks like players having a good time and making things happen. And any team like that is wonderful to watch. Moving on to the Bundesliga. Dortmund versus Leipzig today. Now, I was hoping I'd get more from Leipzig. The game ended 3-0 for Dortmund. And I think Leipzig just, I don't think, brought enough to the table. The first half was pretty dull. That was the one, the part of the game where Leipzig were trying to be more taking the initiative. And they just couldn't really get through Dortmund. They couldn't create good chances. Both teams were giving the ball away a lot. Second half, Dortmund turned it on. The combinations, the one-two touch movement up the line and then getting into the box. They had a few good moves, scored from one of them. Jaden Sancho got a goal, and he changed in instance. He scored, and then a few minutes later received the ball, squared up the defender, 
and basically started just doing a little dance over it until he got bored and rolled it back, right, to a teammate. And that kind of confidence and swagger is what makes Dortmund great. But you can see how because these are young guys, it comes in ebbs and flows. And it was absent in the first half. Jaden Sancho looked like a player like, man, that Man United non-move. Like, did it really affect him this much? I mean, he looks a totally different player. And he hasn't really been injured or anything. And, I, and then second half, he completely looked like at what we saw last year. And on top of that, then you have Erling Holland. Erling Holland set up his first goal by dribbling through four people in the midfield, getting the ball wide, and then getting into the back post to head in a towering header on, off a of Jaden Sancho cross. And then the final goal that he scored, the third one for Dortmund, it was that typical thing when you see them on the break and he peels away from the defender asks for the ball on one side, runs in behind, rounds the goalkeeper, and slots it in an empty net. Erling Holland is incredible, absolutely phenomenal. And when Dortmund play like this, they're really fun to watch. But in Bundesliga, like I said, you got RB Leipzig, Borussia Mönchengladbach yesterday beating Bayern Munich, coming from 2-0 down to win 3-2. Bayer Leverkusen have been really good this season. Werder Bremen are, are putting together some good results again. So the Bundesliga, again, just plenty to watch there. Now, I had to see what Barcelona would do today. I've been very curious about their progression because they've looked a little bit better game after game. And today Griezmann scores a double, Messi scores a double. The whole thing looked excellent for them, looked terrific. Griezmann was really impressive, scored a poacher's goal and had a beautiful, lovely touch and volley finish from a tight angle, scored with his weak foot. And also had the the assist for Messi's first goal. Now, I want to quickly mention something about this assist. He took picked up the ball at midfield and started driving forward. Now, the defender never fully engaged him, stayed just a few yards off and kept backing away. Now, Griezmann was never going to turn on the pace and try and go past him because he's not that quick. Jordi Alba was running up the left side and you kind of just thought, well, he's just going to dish it to him and you know, basically give responsibility of the play to Jordi Alba. But when Griezmann is feeling more in form, it's different. And he charged up the field, just kept going straight at the defender. And once he got the defender backed up to almost his own penalty area, he took one touch cutting in towards the goal and took three hard steps to penetrate and then squared it to Messi. Messi top, Messi, what, 15 yards out, no pressure, that just equals top bins. So really, really good performance from them. Messi also had a pretty good goal from a free kick. I mean, the shot was perfectly placed down low, went through some legs, but that was part of the plan for Barcelona, you could tell. And overall, I was impressed with Barca. I think this is the best performance I've seen from them in a while. Busquets was at the best that I've seen from him. And uh, I thought De Jong was terrific, absolutely terrific. He, the way he can go past people in midfield and drive, it's really impressive. And I also really like uh, Mingesa in the back. Really like Oscar Mingesa. He's he's been great to watch. So that was those were the games that I watched today. I, I caught. I, I did watch some of the AC Milan game. It was it was slow, a little bit rough. I did see the two goals. Uh, shout out to Rafael Leao who used to play for Lille and um, love that love what he's doing there. And 
then I want to move on to the FA Cup and the the few things that I didn't really get a chance to watch that would have been great, but stories that I have to highlight before I go. First of all, Sheffield United finally won a game. And I wonder, could this be a turning point for them? Because they're a good team, right? I mean, they beat Blackpool today. They're a good team. I really, really believe in in this team and hope, I just really hope that they can put together some results and not just be whipping boys for the season. Um, even if they get relegated, it'd be fun for them to kind of make it interesting and, and just nip at the heels of some of the other teams that are hanging around that area. And just just let us all remember how good they really have been, even if this is, even if they're already doomed. And then, look, the clear and obvious story, Chorley FC, if you have not seen the video of these guys singing Adele in the changing room at the end of their win against Darby today, you, you have to go look at that. That is a great video. But this is an incredible story. This is a really tiny non-league team. These are all amateurs, semi-pros, basically. The coach of the team is a school teacher. And these guys, they've made like 250,000 pounds now from their run in the FA Cup. They're going to make up to 500,000 more in the next round. And when one of the players... Uh, Connor Hall, he was asked, who would you like to play? What what would be the ideal scenario for the next round in the draw? And he said, oh, man, any Premier League team away. Because think about it. That's the most amount of money. It's the most amount of eyes. And you would rather play in that stadium than have them come to your sort of tiny little field. Now, with this little story in mind, I just want to turn everyone's attention to something that's coming tomorrow. Marine against Spurs. Marine are a tiny town, sort of in the north, close to Liverpool. And Spurs are going up there. I mean, this is an amazing thing. I saw a photo in their ground. There is a There are numbers to show the names of the, the addresses of the houses so that you can tell which backyard you smashed your ball into. And you can go get it from there. It's incredible. So that'll be a really fun story. I'm extremely excited for it. And yeah, Chorley FC, keep the dream going on. We're all we're all looking forward to it. And uh, not that I wish any harm to Spurs and Mourinho's group, but Marine beating them would be some more of that FA Cup magic. So loads of football on tomorrow. And really, I'll just check in again because it'll be a similar type of day. Just loads of football and loads of stories and little juicy nuggets. I hope I gave you all a little bit of an insight into some of my favorite teams to watch as kind of a neutral. And if you needed some suggestions, I hope those helped as well. Pardon me bumping the mic. Have a great night. This is Campfire Football.